Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the Mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. Right now. Right now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. the On 97.3 The Fan. Shockingly, we are halfway home on a uh, Thursday. Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. These first two hours have flown by. Thanks to Kyle Glazer for popping on. You know, it makes you feel a little bit better about uh, the return that you get when a guy like Kyle uh, talks about it. But did give us some really good context on Drew Thorpe, who, by the way, Ben, has already changed his uh, Instagram. says a Drew Thorpe athlete at Cal Poly BSB. At Padres. So he is a uh, San Diego, but a handsome fella, too, by the Glad way. Glad he took that four seconds yeah. to update the old Instagram profile. Well, speaking of that, let me look at yours real quick. Let me take a, just a quick gander. I have no over idea. At, uh, I let me, hang on. Just right, while we're here, we can just wait here. <laughs> ben Higgins. Ben Higgins says, uh, 10 new sports director, radio host, no mention of uh, Ben Woods, 97.3 fan. It's weird. So for four seconds, he, he's he been a Padre for 15 minutes. You've been a host here for f- almost five years. Just give him our social media information. <laughs> True. Would you like to be our co-host on Ben and Woods? I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle, executive <laughs> producer. And Ben Higgins again. Radio host. Ben Higgins, 10 News Sports Director, radio host. San Diego. Is there like a character limit? Did I run out of uh, no, space or something? I don't think he, I don't know. <laughs> don't, he also has, he has 10 news linked in here. No mention that you're even associated with me, Paulie, oh. this radio station. What in the world? I'll, I'll be inspired by Drew Thorpe, and I'll make that change later today. <laughs> uh, if you want to join us, 833-288-0973. I know we're the Padres flagship. You're not going to hear any arguments about the Padres are better today than they were yesterday. They are not. And I think even AJ... Preller, if he's being honest, knows. Potters are not a better team today than they were yesterday. I just wanted to ask him. So you traded Juan Soto. What did that feel like? You know, what did that feel like? Uh, calling Brian Cashman going, all right, 
Let's do it. <laughs> you know, medical. Actually, we have that, you want to. We have that exact bite. Okay, um, bite number eight from AJ Preller. He was asked. Uh, I don't know if Sammy asked him or one of the other reporters late last night. What made him feel? Oh no, that's what made him feel like he had to trade one. Uh, so not how did you feel if you traded Juan Soto? That was my. That was a little bit of a different context. You know, ultimately, like hey, have to trade. You know, any any. I think we looked at a lot of different combos in the last few weeks. You know, I think our our group is always creative and, and looking at all different possibilities. Um, you know, different players that, that we have on our roster. Hey, would we move those players and keep Juan? We move those players and, and look to do an extension with Juan. You know, ultimately kept coming back to Juan. Just you know, again, he's he's a, you know, one of the best players in the game of baseball. There's a lot of interest. There were teams that were that were talking about him. Um, and again, I think the lineup with the Yankees in terms of a team that had real pitching for us that uh, that fit what we were trying to do and also enables us to do some other things. You know, so um, you know, I, I think we've talked about from a payroll standpoint. You know, every year we kind of come in with a set. Hey, this is this is the number, and then are able to 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 you know to make some adjustments based on what's out in the market. Um, you know, and I think also like this year going into it, it was you know we were at a high point last year. I think we're going to run very competitive payrolls you know, over the next five years. You know, and I think we're going to have a very competitive payroll this year. Um, but it's just like what's the best way to use that dollars, that player, and ultimately we decided to, to you know go add five players that are you know I think are going to potentially play on our roster this year versus one, one very elite player, and also Trent Grisham, who's a, who's a really good center fielder as well. Um, you know, I think we'll 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 see how it goes, but I think adding those players right now and then being in a spot to do some more things and round out a club, that's ultimately the uh, the route we went with. All right, more budget talk from from AJ Preller there. Yeah, you know, um, I I had a MLB Network on as I was kind of starting to drift off to sleep last night. I wanted to catch at least some of that press conference late last night, and Kevin Acey asked him a question. It was hard to hear Kevin. He was not standing right next to the mic, but he did ask something along the lines of, AJ, it wasn't that long ago you you were harping, like, we are just going to stack up elite baseball players. That's our method, and we'll figure it out. Now here you are trading one. What changed? And I didn't – it was you know a typical AJ answer, but I did think that that was interesting. That's been the message for the last couple of years. Just acquire superstars. Yeah. Acquire talent. Is now, there like an acknowledgement that it wasn't working? That what they were doing, as exciting as it was in the offseason, wasn't really working yeah, it's during, a reset. The during re- the regular season? The, I, I, think, I think the reset is that acknowledgement of that. And, and the fact that, again, like if you really – if you look at it – Emotionless, you had a you have a one year player in Juan Soto. He's a rental for the New York Yankees, and you got five players back. You think four of them potentially could be on the opening day roster. Um, you got five for one. Emotions out of it, future Hall of Famer, generation, whatever it may be. You got five for one back. You needed. You had holes. You've now filled some holes, and that's that's the emotionless, prudent way to look at it. Now, I will say this. <clears throat> Uh, AJ Preller and Peter Seidler are not two guys that you know. When when Peter was alive, he I don't think Peter looked back at his life and went, "I love all of the prudence and safe decisions I've made." I really love that about myself. No, he was a maverick. AJ Preller is a maverick, straight up. He's cowboy. He's cowboy. He is not you. Ben. Thanks. Yeah. No, he's not fair. He's not yeah. you. He. he I, Sometimes his decisions have been prudent. Some most of the time, though, it's been let's go, let's go for it. I'm all in. This I'm one's all in, definitely on in. the prudent. This side. This is on the prudent side. Now, how much of it though is 
we have to do this to get both under our budget and to create the flexibility to fill our needs. And how much of it is we're changing our strategy a little bit and we were too top heavy and we need to create a more balanced team because we think that's a better way to win. Is it being forced upon him or is it we like a conscious decision? We and we'll never, never totally know, know we'll the, know, the balance of that choice Look, that the I, Padres are making. I've absolutely heard that they have to do it. I have heard that they had to do it. Now, if Brian Cashman heard that, same rumor, maybe you didn't get everybody asked for. Because we don't know. A.J. Peller's never going to say, well, yeah, I actually, I asked for uh, Ben Rice, the catcher. I asked for Dominguez as well. I asked for Volpe because I love short stops. <laughs> we will never, ever, ever know. All right, so as cl- this is the one that's as close as you're ever going to get to getting A.J.'s feelings. Number two, Paulie, he was, is he disappointed to have had to trade Soto. Like, is there a pang of, oh, this hurts me to have to do it, to trade Juan Soto? Again, I think, I think you know, for us, you know, we, we, we saw it as, as the potential that three pennant races, but, you know, you know with Juan in, in play and, and maybe more. But I think even from the time we made the deal, both internally in baseball operations, myself with Peter Seidler at the time, we understood that you could also pivot. I mean, that's just that's just part of having elite players, you know, is that there, there's always interest for elite players and, you know, premium-type talent. And I think we, we understood that. So, you know, for us to get, you know, two pennant races with Juan Soto, get to the LCS, watch the season he had last year. He was, he was a tremendous player last year, him playing 162 games. Um, but now also, you know, you know, from, from our standpoint, be able to, to, to move Juan to, you know, get players that hopefully, you know, impact us for the next five or six years. You know, at the end of the day, you can look at a lot of different ways. We, we think, you know, ultimately two years of, of an elite player like Juan uh, doing some nice things as a team and then, you know, obviously being able to have a, have a move that hopefully impacts us throughout the rest of the decade. I think that was just something we decided we couldn't pass up. It feels like a rationalization, like, hey, I need to come up with a, a reason to trade Juan Soto and this is as good as we've got. But I do remember when they acquired Juan Soto. You know, as much as the talk was three postseason runs with Juan Soto, it was brought up day one. And if things go, you know, wonky, you can always trade him, you know, with a year to go and recoup some of the the prospect capital that you gave up to the Washington Nationals. The thing that sucks for the fan base is that what went wonky was self-inflicted for the most part. Sure. Financial constraints. I mean, I just saw a chat. I just saw in the chat like oh man i'm so excited to get rid of this garbage time hitter is what i saw and i it makes my brain uh, snap a little bit wow um i just pulled it. it's it's quick look he hit almost 3 299 with runners in scoring position by far like <laughs> the best on the team um he actually hit worse with the bases empty then he did. He hit 284 with men in scoring position. He hit 299. Don't, Stop your narrative. It's garbage. Don't don't the be dude the, is going to the, his his don't career be, path. Don't be the fan that that dumps on the guy who's leaving town, bro. If you think that, especially that guy, yeah, for the love of God, don't, don't do that. Don't it, do it's that. So, it, it, but it's just so easy to object because. Like you, he may not have gotten a knock in that one time you really needed him to get a knock. Nobody does. I mean, it is that's as standard as it gets. Derek Jeter didn't get come through every single man, time. Manny Ramirez, Ted Williams, all of them. The comps that they give to this guy, they're not made up. It's not a gut feeling. You don't say, "My gut tells me he's going to be the next Ted Williams." The numbers say it. 
You cannot argue with the numbers. Situationally, with runners in scoring position, he was the best player we had. And he's gone. So now you have to figure out who can be that guy next year. So, But if you're going to go by numbers, I'm assuming that Juan Soto is going to have a, a, a big season next year. Six, seven war maybe. That's what you traded away. Trent Grisham, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not adding much to his value. With The Yankees are going to play him as a fourth outfielder. Probably going to be around a zero war player next year. Maybe one at most. So you've, get, you've given up maybe seven or eight war for the next year and two of Trent Grisham. Can you get more than that out of the control that you just got yesterday? You need at least two of those guys to come through and be productive major leaguers for several seasons to do that. Yeah. Because none of those guys are going to be a seven-war player, I don't think, at any point. None of those pitchers have we're, it in We're just them talking about for one year. To, like, are, are they going to equal six or seven-war right. for this year? Not not for the next four years, because you didn't have Juan Soto for the next four years. Right. You, you had him for one year. You only had Soto for one year. That's all you're giving up of Juan Soto. You're giving up one year. You're getting multiple years of these guys, though. So they don't have to be Juan Soto just this year. If you get value for the next few years, that's that's important. That's important. Remember, we'll reevaluate this trade in 2025, a year from now, when we're going and going, Juan Soto just signed with the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. And, you know, he's gone, and the Yankees now have nothing to show for it. There's no guarantee that they're keeping Juan Soto beyond this season. He could go wherever he wants to go after this year. And that's all they got. And then they won't have any of those players they gave the Padres either. They're going to have to live with that decision if Juan Soto doesn't re-sign with the Yankees. They have that pressure on them as well. Padres don't have that pressure anymore of knowing we may lose this guy for nothing at the end of this season. It's uh, fascinating that you bring up the word pressure because there was a piece written last night. And I've tried to do a better job of not taking everything so everything that's written about the Padres so personally. This one got me. And you know what I'm referring I to. I do. And I was irritated by it as well. And and talking about um expectations and now how they they're gone. They're gone because they traded Juan Soto. There are no more expectations in Let's in let's San talk Diego. about this coming up next. Yeah, let's say uh it's it's Tom Verducci, Tom Verducci. in Sports what, Illustrated. What the hell happened? And uh, we're going to push back a little bit on some of the national narrative coming up. Your phone calls as well, 833-288-0973. This hour of Ben and Woods is brought to you by Smart and Final. This holiday season, shop groceries and baking needs in one trip, and that's it at Smart and Final. We'll be right back after a check of traffic here with Kelly on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All due respect to uh, Sports Illustrated's Tom Verducci. He's been covering Major League Baseball for a long time. You don't get to set the expectations for the San Diego Padres in 2024. You just don't. Woods, I know uh, we both felt the same way about uh, the piece that he posted last night. Padres' imminent Juan Soto trade ends their era of high expectations is the headline in Sports Illustrated. Wow. Yeah, surprised me uh, a little bit. The great World Series push in San Diego and the wild spending it engendered are officially over. It ended Wednesday as the Padres moved to the brink of trading outfielder Juan Soto the Yankees for four pitchers. The all-in, damn-the-budget approach was wildly successful at the gate. Padres increased their attendance 37%, but a noble failure on the field. And uh, then he, he, in this four-year, in quotes, run, (laughs) San Diego never won more than 89 games, hasn't won more than 90 games in 27 years. Yeah, I mean, we all know the failures. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, we, we don't need to be reminded of them. If you're trying to point that out to a national audience, fine. Doing your job, writing a column, stirring the pot a little bit. I get it. However, you don't get to set the expectations, I'll say again, for next season San Diego Padres. Padres fans get to do that. That's our that's our one right, really, is baseball fans. We can give our team a pass. We can hold our team's feet to the fire. We choose what we feel is reasonable for our baseball team. We know the expectations. We know the limitations. We know that Peter Seidler passed away. That factors into everybody's expectations for next year. But ultimately, you don't get to do that in the national media. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. And, and that's true in every market. You know, the Oakland A's fans get to set their expectations for their team. And if they want to be horribly disappointed that their team lost a hundred and you know nine games or whatever it was last season, they get to be horribly disappointed. They don't just have to eat what the national media spoon feeds you. And in in my in my mind, Woods. I have not really changed my expectations for the Padres going forward. This is wild for a second, if I may. You may. There was a part in it that said, under late owner Peter Seidler, San Diego spent with the big boys trying to win its first World Series. That was never meant to last. We read that last night. Spent with the big boys. I clicked in on the same article this morning. Is it not up? It's not in there. Did he, did he go edit his piece after he wrote it? Well, maybe AI just wrote the piece, and they did it for him. <laughs> but that's it is Sports Illustrated. Illustrated. It is so. Sports Illustrated, after I, um, all. That's wild to me. 
In, in some ways, it was even AJ Preller acknowledged. I mean, you know, two hundred and ninety million dollar payroll was never meant to last. But as he said yesterday, he expects the Padres to continue to spend competitively going forward, including this year. The the if you're telling me a two hundred million dollar payroll team doesn't have expectations, well, then what 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 are the Arizona Diamondbacks doing? Right, exactly. I mean, what was the line again? What's I think it's it's still there. Under late owner Peter Seidler, San Diego spent with the big boys. That's it's under it's the subtitle. I can't on the story. Right, right, under, under, right under the headline. The headline yeah. says Padres imminent oh, Juan Soto yeah. trade ends their era of high it. expectations. Yeah, it's, it's the subtitle. My bad, I missed that entirely. Um, that was never meant to last. It's all you know. It's all fine and good, but it's it's the. I think for me, it's kind of like this. I need to write a piece. Let's crap on. What they did, how they tried, they shouldn't. You shouldn't be celebrated for failure, but I think you should be celebrated for effort. I do. I think you know. Anytime, any coach will always tell you. I don't care if you win or lose. I want to see you try, right? And I think with Peter Seidler, obviously, we're very sensitive to it right now. We just lost, you know, one of the best San Diegans to ever grace this city. And, and he's not with us anymore. So, of course, we're sensitive to it. And, of course, we're on our haunches. We're ready to fight um, for the city and, and for our team and for our, our owner. And when you when you lead off like that, like, he should be absolutely celebrated for what he did. And the national baseball writers, I tweeted this last night in response to another guy uh, that was, was talking about the Brewers. Um I just said, look, death and taxes are our only guarantees. Those are the only things that you can guarantee. Um, but baseball writers defending owners not spending money is gross. It's just gross. This guy, Andrew Wagner, said, I'm old enough to remember when Brewers fans used the Padres as an example of why Mark Atanasio was cheap, didn't care about winning. Could be that spending big money on big names doesn't guarantee a damn thing. No, it does not guarantee you a damn thing. But didn't Tom Verducci just say, how much did attendance go up? 37%? Mm-hmm. You've got more eyes and ears on this team than you ever have. Look, you're going to be judged on your win-loss record. I say it all the time. It was a failure, but at least you tried. At least you you took a swing. You tried. I want that from my owner and my group every single year. Absolutely, you want to swing it and try it. I saved a couple of tweets yesterday that I saw that I thought reflected the two different viewpoints. I loved what uh, Left Coast Bias said, good good Padres fan. He says, you'll never convince me getting Soto and taking a huge swing wasn't worth it. And the return now coming back lessens the blow considerably. I also saw one... um, from Chris, who said, if the Padres trade Soto to the Yankees, proves the Padres still are and will always be small market team. I, I don't really think that that is true. It, the Padres trading Juan Soto doesn't fundamentally change, like Tom Verducci's arguing, who they are right now. They're still a team that's loaded with superstars. Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., Xander Bogarts, who don't appear to be going anywhere, You Darvish, Joe Musgrove, just because Juan Soto's gone, it doesn't end an era of Padres baseball. This is not a fire sale in 1994. This is to- this is completely different. And my expectations will be pretty high going into next season. Massively. Still. I, now, I, mean, I will be you, a little more unsure of whether sure. they can meet them. 
Like I was fairly confident they would meet my expectations last year. <laughs> As was I. And they didn't. I will be less confident that they can meet my once again high expectations next year, but they will still be pretty high. And I will love to be surprised. I, somebody said last night, you got to get positive Woods back. And I said, I want to. I, <laughs> I want to believe. I do. I want to believe. I miss him. He was a lot of fun fighting with people. Saying, Just give it a shot. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. I don't feel it right now. And I'm not going to lie to you guys and tell you that I do. I don't. I don't have it. I don't have that, like, I'm always excited. It's my favorite thing in the world. Um, I watched freaking For the Love of the Game last night <laughs> with Bo. We caught, like, the last half. And I watched that guy throw his last game, Billy Chapel, and he's sitting in his hotel room, and he's bawling, crying. And Bo goes, why is he crying? And I go, because he's done. He's done. And he goes, man, he really loves baseball. I go, that's it. That's what that game does to me. That's what it d- is doing to him. That's what it does for all of us out there. He's sobbing on his bed because he knows he's done. He never is going to grab the ball and pitch again. That's the that's what makes this game so special. So I think what bummed me out the most with this trade, and like I don't agree with whatever whoever tweeted out Ben. Um, oh, this just proves we're a small, small market, market team, right, Chris? Yeah, and I don't agree with just about anything that Tom Verducci said. Obviously, some of what he said was fact, but yeah, there was unnecessary shots that were taken there. But the crowd that for the last couple of years has been saying this isn't sustainable. This isn't sustainable. That move yesterday kind of. Gave them a little bit of credence. Like, it does. It, it it gives it just a little bit of. But you know, other teams are lauded when they do something like this. We're getting punished for even bringing Juan Soto here, right. and that's not going to end. He goes on to hit fifty bombs with the Yankees next year. We're still going to look like I mean, saps. No one ever got to win. The Padres were. It was the Padres, Mets, and Yankees last year had the three top payrolls. No one ever said the Padres were always going to be a top three payroll team in baseball. In no. fact. Many times it was said that's not going to happen every year. But they're going for it. But they're still going for it. They're still trying to win. They're they're one of the teams that is going for a World Series. Not one of these small market Oakland A's always, you know, scaling back and, you know, trading away star players for prospects constantly. The Tampa Bay Rays are a, a poor small market franchise. They're very well, very successful, and they deserve a lot of credit for that. But they are absolutely a poverty Franchise and that's, the Padres no the longer case. are that. They're now they're not as well run perhaps as the Tampa Bay Rays have been, and that is a completely different issue. But that's not what Tom Verducci is saying. He's trying to put them back into the poverty bucket, and they're not ever going back there. At least I I don't think under Seidler family ownership, I don't think the Padres go back to where they were. You know, in the early two thousands, in the you know. Early 1990s with Tom Werner as the owner. It's that's not happening again. Great point from Brandon in the chat. Great, great, great point. Boston didn't take this much grief for trading another generational generational talent like Mookie Betts. They didn't. They took some grief. They took some grief. Not like this. But they didn't. Man. No one said. Well, looks like the Red Sox are going back to the uh, the long World Series drought of the 1900s. Sad sack joke of an organization. No. That's not what happened. Uh, Texas Rangers last year, we talked about them a little bit this week. You know, if they don't win the World Series, are they getting the Tom Verducci? Are they getting the, see, you can't just throw money at players. I know they've got some talent on their team that they home home grew. They had a massive trade deadline. They spent a buttload of money. Jacob DeGrom signed for, what, six more years or something at $40 million? Like, it worked, though. It worked. They won the World Series. So, that's where we fell short. We didn't win. And had we won, would have would have solved a lot of this. Um, don't know. 
Don't know if he would still be here uh, if we had won last year. I, I doubt it, right? You, you can reset it and let him go. But I, I have no idea. I have no idea what their plan is. Let, let me finish because I want to get back to phone calls and we got to take a break. But Do you feel vindicated as Colonel Budget? No. A little bit? Uh, no, no. What I'm saying <laughs> is, is that if you were truly a... Uh, a budget-oriented franchise. You didn't have to sign Fernando Tatis Jr. for the long run. He would have been cheap and controllable for another, what, three years. You could have had him, and then you could have traded him away like the Rays would have done for uh, you know younger prospects in 2026. And you would have never signed Xander Bogarts. Were we... Was the Padres fan base holding anyone's feet to the fire last offseason going, you got to go out and get one of these star players? We were blown away that they went after any of those players, including Xander Bogart. It wasn't, oh, we better, we better do something or the fans are going to riot. No, they would have sold out Petco Park last year had Xander Bogart's never even been a discussion or a conversation. And we would have thought you were going for the World Series. Guess what? If they hadn't landed Juan Soto at the trade deadline in 2022... We would have been kind of disappointed because they were going after him, but we would have still. But hey, we're still one of the top teams in baseball, and Fernando's coming back next year. Where our expectations would have been massive, even if Juan Soto had well, never been deadline, on the San thought, Diego we thought Padres. Fernando was coming back a week later at that yeah. trade deadline. I mean, expectations were going to be massive no matter what. So what? Soto's gone. So what? We were lucky to have had him for a year and a half, and now you move on nah, to the next thing. I, I'm not saying so what Soto's gone. Well, yeah, at this point, I, mean, you have you, to. I know you, you have, have to, to, but like I was bombed. We've talked about the trade deadline this year and the lack of uh, acquisitions that we got, the lack of support that Rich Hill and G Man Choi gave us. Do you think you could have traded Blake Snell and or Josh Hader and gotten a very comparable return from what you got yesterday? Because I do. And uh, then you probably could have kept Soto. The so what is not because I don't think losing Juan Soto is a big deal. It is. The so what is to Tom Verducci. So what? You know, if you had told us that the Padres would be anchored around Xander Bogarts, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, you Darvish, Joe Musgrove in 2024, and you didn't have the context of Juan Soto, you'd say, there's a franchise that's going for it. There's a franchise that is on the move and trying to win. And Tom Verducci's trying to spin it as this is a franchise that is not is not playing with the big boys anymore. Correct. That's not fair. Yeah, that is not, not fair no, to the San Diego Padres. But it is stories like that that get me to get fired up again and believe again. So I thank you for, for that, Tom. All right. Uh, phone lines are open, 833-288-0973. We've talked a lot. We want to hear from you again. Uh, give us your calls, your thoughts on what happened, what went down last night with Ben Woods next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Remember, coming up at 9.15, we'll have another biggest uh, fan name, Red. If you hear your name, you get 10 minutes to call us back to qualify for the night in the Odyssey Suite next season. 20 tickets. Friends all joining you at the game with the fan hosts in the biggest fan contest presented by the San Diego Seals. Tickets are on sale now at sealslax.com. Phone lines are lighting up again at 833-288-0973. Uh, we're going to get back out to your Juan Soto takes we were just talking in the break. Paulie was saying, and, and I think it was a good point. You said, I, I'd just be mad if, you know, I, I am mad. I, I, I mean, I think we're all kind of mad that the Padres had to tw- trade Juan Soto. But if I think you're a reasonable person, you also understand why they had to do sure. it. Sure. I'm just at mad at the but your events point, that led yes, to this. And that's, I think that is the, the. And I'd be extra mad if I was a season ticket holder. That's that had the my reasonable criticism. Jacked up last year. You can't, you can't be mad. You can't say the Padres are cheaping out because they're still spending a ton of money. They're not doing that. What they didn't do and what AJ Preller didn't do was do a better job of addressing his team's needs, whether it had been through developing his own players or, as you mentioned, you know, you could have traded forecasting a little Josh bit. Hader and, and Blake Snell at the trade deadline and, and maybe acquired some, you know, pitching that you could, could have used. And then you wouldn't have maybe needed to trade Juan Soto to clear up money and to add pitching right now. You could have held on to him and been better off if you had had more foresight in the last, you know, 12 to 24 months to get you to the right point here. They didn't. They made too many bad decisions didn't develop enough of their own players, and now they're left without a starting rotation and without depth on their bench, and the only way they could do that was by clearing some payroll and making a trade to acquire pitching, and the only commodity they really had that could do that was Juan Soto. So they had no choice yeah. in, in, in a realistic no, world. I get that. It's just frustrating to be here now, to see it happen yeah. yesterday. And then to just look at the events that yeah. led up to it, whether it was not trading anybody at the trade deadline, anybody significant. Like you could you had Hater and Snell that you weren't expecting back next year. Yeah, you're and right. Apparently, you weren't expecting Soto back either because you did trade him. You could have traded those two pitchers, gotten a fairly comparable return, I think, to what you got yesterday for from the Yankees. Then you don't have to trade one. So I don't but, know that you would have gotten five for one. You know, I don't think that's that's no, going to go down. But three or four for two. Maybe, maybe. I, you know, again, the problem is he, he went a, out and got Rich Hill and G Man Choice, so you might as well have 
seen what was out there. It it it's such a exercise in in um it can drive you crazy. You know, it can it can drive you crazy, and I'm sure it drives AJ Preller. Crazy. And even before that, financial restraints were well because you expected the TV deal to fall through. Everybody says that yep. they knew that it was going it was to happen, coming. but yeah, the, you didn't it, have to give out extensions that you gave out. You didn't have to give out contracts that you gave out, and now. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. And that's and frustrating. It's the bed that you made. You're lying in it. You're doing the best that you can. Um, there's still just so many needs that need that have to be addressed uh, before opening day. I'm I'm fairly confident that they will be. Don't know what it's going to look like. Don't know how much it's going to excite me. But I do know one thing we have to keep in the back of our minds. We do have a kid by the name of Fernando Tatis Jr. who still excites me very, very much. When he plays the game of baseball, uh, and, and Manny Machado, a healthy Manny Machado, is probably my favorite player in baseball. You know, Xander Bogarts expecting a lot of big things from him. Problem is, there's just so many question marks up and down the lineup. Is Camp, can Campisano stay on the field? Can he? I hope he does because I love that kid. I absolutely love him. Want him in the lineup as much as I can. Um, if Kyle Higashioka is starting more than two games a week for you, you screwed up. You know, you screwed up at that point. So. This is it can it can go it can get away from you as we saw last season so quickly so so quickly that you know Bob Melvin talked a lot about I would have loved nothing more than to give some of these guys day offs and had we been able to string three wins in a row together I could have but I didn't so of course I had to put him in the lineup of course I had to go to my high leverage guy it was a putrid, putrid season, Once one I wish we never had to speak about again. All right, we're going to go back to the phone lines uh, right after this check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. 833-288-0973. Let's go out to Mark. Uh, you're next up here with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Mark, your thoughts this morning? Hey, uh, big San Diego fan. It's sad to see Peter go. Yeah. Um, I think what San Diego and the rest of the country should remember is for the 11 years that he was on board uh, as owner, he took this team and doubled its value. Um, you know, financially, the, the team is worth, what, $1.6, $1.7 billion now. But that being said, he laid the, the building blocks for San Diego to have such a, an amazing future in baseball. And I think all these haters across the country just hate the fact that they don't live in the finest city of <laughs> You know, San Diego, uh, we're the best town in all of the USA, the best weather, the best people, and definitely the best baseball team uh, and fans. I love it. Love that call, buddy. I I, 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 I don't know what it is about uh, the Padres that rubs people the wrong way, except for nobody likes to see – it's hard, you know, you, nobody likes to see um, – See the little guy rise. You love it. If they won the World Series, guess who would be on, on not to be crass, guess who would be on their knees? Buster Olney, Tom Verducci. This was amazing. The plucky San Diego Padres, but it's going to take a miracle. Would, would they you be know? in a different, much of a different situation? I know that playoff revenue is big, but it's not. It's not like $50, 60000000 million big. Even if they had made the playoffs, even if they had won the World Series, wouldn't they still have had to trade Juan Soto? They'd that's still, what's confusing me. Like, was this I, the plan I don't, the whole time? I don't think that that making the playoffs or even making a run to the World Series, honestly, would have changed their circumstances this offseason. Blake Snell's still a free agent. You know, Josh Hader's still a free agent. You still have the same needs on the pitching staff. Michael Waka, Seth Lugo. None of that changes no matter how well or poorly the Padres do last season. So 
could we be, you know, in the afterglow of World Series parade and still everything that is happening right now would still be happening at these winter meetings? Yeah, it lessens the sting. It hurts a lot less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I don't In know. fact, you're probably like, all right, do whatever you got to do, bro. I don't care. I'm drunk. Right. I'm still drunk from October. So <laughs> you can trade anybody you want. Yeah, it's different. It's a totally different mentality um, if that happens. But. You know, no, there. It's a real thing. The, For, the, yeah, but you, you each heard, into each season is independent of the of the other. Sure, but you heard what the Diamondbacks. You, he, the owner was literally surprised that they made so much money. He was literally surprised, yeah. and he they was just like, went out just, and signed Eduardo Rodriguez yeah, yesterday, right? Making invested, the you know. Eighty more million dollars wow. back into the team. Good for them. Well, yeah. bad for the Padres bad and Dodgers us. and Giants that the Diamondbacks all of a sudden have some money to spend and are going to try to build on what they did last year. For sure, just makes things harder in the NL West going forward. They've, for sure, they've made some pretty savvy moves so far. Let's go to Greg. Uh, you're next up with Ben and Woods on ninety-seven three. The fan. Hey, Greg. Hey guys, listen. If Juan Soto wanted to be in San Diego, he would be. Right, because they signed virtually everyone post-22 to long-term contracts who wanted to be here. The two glaring uh, omissions were Soto and Snell. Right, They wanted to go into free agency. With that in mind, Padres going into this season, what's the choice? Soto, if he wanted to sign long-term with us, wouldn't have signed Xander Bogarts. Right? Would have, between Bogarts and Soto, you signed Soto. Yeah. He's younger and he's better. For sure. Right? Yeah, for sure. No brainer. He, he didn't. He didn't want to sign a contract when he came over. A long term extension. He well, wanted to go into creatives, which is fine. For sure. That's that's so his hunting, agent too. Right. Yeah. And, and it's and the agent either listens to the player or vice versa. Sure. I I think with I Boris, I, I think um, it's vice versa. Well, <laughs> you know, and, and AJ admitted yesterday that they never even made a formal offer to Juan Soto. Right. That they had discussions with Scott Boris, but it never got to the point where hey, we can give you. Five hundred million over fourteen years. They never actually made an offer to Juan Soto. Now, is that because they knew they had no chance of meeting the asking price that Scott Boris had already put on the table? I'm sure. I'm sure Scott Boris probably said, "Hey, you know, AJ, Peter, if if you want to do five hundred and fifty million dollars for fourteen years right now, we will sign." And and they weren't prepared to go that far, so they never actually made an offer to Juan Soto. Now, did they already know that when they signed Xander Bogarts? They go, this looks really this looks really unlikely that we're going to be able to re-sign him. He's going to go to free agency, and the Yankees or the Red Sox are going to offer him six hundred million, and we're not going to be able to do that. So let's let's look at this free agent market now here in twenty twenty two. And they're superstars that are available. And they're not going to be available next year. Now, they could have waited for Shohei Otani and not spent anything there and maybe been more of players in the Otani sweepstakes this offseason. I, I don't know, but it, it had to all play part of in the strategy for the San Diego Padres these last two years. Uh, let's go to Sebastian. Sebastian, welcome to 97.3 The Fan. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. I'm not. I don't hate hate the trade. I'm just sad. Yeah, I'm sad. That happens it. all the time. Trey Turner, Max Fried, um, Ozzy Smith, Gary Sheffield, Anthony Rizzo. They're, they're they're here with us, and then they're gone. Soto just gonna be one of them again. We're gonna think about ten years from now. It's seven great. years from now. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, you're not wrong. It, I, you know, I think every if you listen to Milwaukee sports radio today, there's there's a few that got away. If you listen to Boston sports radio, there's a few that got away. Uh, it does. It f- feels 
feels more raw because it is true and it happens, you know, and, and lately you've seen some guys go on to some success with other other uh, places, the Trey Turners of the world, certainly. Um, yeah, man, it's it's not – I'd love to see the organization just get to be a, a little bit less chaotic. Just a little Stability. bit less – just a little – not even – you don't have to be the Royals. You don't. I don't want you to be the Royals. Where it's like no one says anything, nobody asks, we don't tell. It's just we just go out and play baseball and we lose our, you know, hundred games or ninety games or whatever. I don't that I definitely don't want. But just a little more maybe Mike Schilt can help with that. I thought Bob Melvin could. I was absolutely wrong. He didn't. It was worse. Under AJ Preller, moving forward, however long he stays. And if he turns this thing into a winner, come on back and let's do it again, right? Less chaos, more people wanting to be here, more people wanting to play for the city, more people wanting to play for each other, the fans. Um, That's what I want to see. That's it. I I, I still think, though, and I know how Sebastian feels, I don't equate trading Juan Soto to some of those earlier Padres' historic moves. Yeah, because he wasn't really ever yours. You but know, that's part like, of it. Yeah, it's, he, it's, he was a rental. He was a hired gun. They had him for a season and two months. He wasn't someone that we dreamed on for years and then came up and started to be a star, and then they traded him. You, you rented a hired gun for, for a year and two months, and you got a lot. You got some good performance out of him. We, we developed an attachment, but he was not. he was never a Padre for life, never had that really expectation that he was going to be a Padre for life. I hoped. I certainly hope that you know something could be done, but my, my realistic brain always said there was a really good possibility that at the at the very least after two seasons he was going to be gone next year, yep. and maybe even traded before that. And and here it is. It's not it's not blowing my brain that the Padres had to trade Juan Soto today. No, it's now, not. It was, had they it was traded always... Fernando Tatis Jr., yeah. I think that would be the old oh my goodness gracious! I can't believe it. You Here we even, go again. You might even curse if that happens. Here we go again. As a Padres fan, are we always doomed to to have the carrot be out of reach? That would be different. Juan Soto, I was I think my son said, he'll be it'll be a footnote when he goes into the Hall of Fame, people will go, "Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he was on the Padres." I forget. Was that before or after he was on the Nationals? I can't remember. <laughs> Mike, It'll be a footnote in his Hall of Fame baseball career. Mike tweets in and says, when is the take a dump on Soto segment? I'm waiting for the first SD media domino to fall. You're not going to hear it on this show, man. You're not going to hear it from me. You're not going to hear it from Paulie. You're not going to hear, hear it, not, though, not, not hear from Ben. But, yeah. Won't that, it sound foolish? I mean, I, 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 th- I think it would. Just like I thought it was foolish when he was ripped when he was here. When he was here and playing. I thought it was foolish then. I think it's foolish now. But I can, you can bet your bottom dollar you will hear it. Bet your bottom dollar. Oh, well, he was late to a bus, and he did this, and he did that. <laughs> Bro, if you knew what your favorite players did, if you knew what your favorite players did, you may never watch baseball again. Give me a break. Dude's an elite player. He's not here anymore. We turn the page, though. 9 o'clock, we're done. Turn the page. Juan Soto's not coming back. Ride with the guys that we got and see where the chips fall. We're coming back, though, for oh, another crap. hour I of we Ben and Woods. I got a juicy nugget as part of Paulie's Roundable Report next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 